Hey there, Max Fun Podcast listener. If you're listening to this using Stitcher, you might have heard that the app is shutting down on August 29th of this year. After that, you will no longer be able to listen to this or any podcast on the Stitcher app. But don't worry, you can keep listening to this show and all Max Fun shows on dozens of other platforms. That includes Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Overcast, Spotify, and many more. Go to MaximumFun.org to find out all of the places you can listen. And thanks. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. There's a crazy sound all over this microphone. I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but it, uh, it sounds fine here. And you sound you have a scratchy, sexy voice, Jackie. I don't know if people are going to be able to handle you on a Monday morning. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing, Laurie. Uh, I uh, I have a dry cough these days oh. that, I'm, uh, that I'm not pleased with, and uh, I recommend no one else have it. I don't recommend getting it. Is what I'm saying. It's a yep. terrible idea. I seem to have not, I'm not drinking enough water. It seems to be what it is. What is it? It's the middle of the night there. You're in New York. I'm in LA. It's 1 a.m. 1 a.m. 1 a.m. on Saturday night. I did five sets tonight. Wow. Um, uh, I, I hate right now. I never want to do comedy again. I'm, oh I, my God. Just for now, maybe just not tonight. Just for now. Just how about never again this evening? Maybe Thank you. are you do, you do you have a set tomorrow? No, I'm flying out flying out tomorrow. Um afternoon. Uh no, just uh sorry. Just like um a lot of tourists in town. Mm-hmm. And um I feel like I just felt like it was because I worked almost one club this entire weekend. Right. And uh, it just felt like everybody was like um, kidnapped from the Port Authority and driven <laughs> to the comedy club and forced at gunpoint to sit in the audience. Um, right. There used to be a way to describe all of those guys. Like they had members only jackets or they were wearing, they, everybody was wearing, what was, that? Uh, what was that? There was some sort of, there's often a popular, I think it's Crocs with um Sure. Flashlights on them now or cameras. It was all over the map. Uh, gender, you know, it was everybody. It was just like, yeah. are people, I, I kept going, did I say this joke wrong? Like I literally kept thinking I must've been saying things wrong. The, one of the shows this tonight, some guy was like, he just started yelling, go woke, go broke or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God. So what does that even mean? It's something uh, Trump supporters say because uh, with the Bud Light thing and the trans gal that did a little tiny ad for them and Bud Light lost a ton of money. Okay. Uh, So yeah. So what are they, they're saying go broke? No, go woke, go broke. That's the. Oh, I see. It's a. um, It's just some, it's a version of. Let's go, Brandon, before um, mm. Biden took it over and made it cool. 
right. you know, Jeff Brandon. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he, he reclaimed Brandon. He reclaimed I it. I love it. I love um, it. Oh, right. What I, what I always find interesting is when the Nazis and the racists use the word woke and don't understand that that came from the black community. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just like, I thought you didn't like them. What just happened? It's a, uh, yeah, they kind of flip it around and use it their own way as words start to spin or spin off and bounce around. They forget where they, where they came from, yeah, you know, room. yeah. And people take them and turn them into their own things. I mean, I'm using it in my special just to be irritating. I fully admit that, <laughs> you know, I want to irritate the right people. Congratulations. And um, yeah, you don't want to irritate the wrong people. I am admirable, admirable. I did mm-hmm. a bunch of sets. I did. Um, a Filipino restaurant, Kushina Filipina in Eagle Rock on Wednesday. And I hell of a lineup. Sarah Schaefer, Maria met me there. We did Joke Machine before the show. Yeah. Uh, Caldero went up. All, all good comics. Audience, weirdly quiet. Weirdly <laughs> not giving it up to the MC or anyone. And he was really funny too. And um, everybody it was a great show. Uh, I brought home leftovers. It was very delicious. And um, there is a Filipino restaurant on Eagle Rock. There you go. And then uh, the next night I did the Vintage Place. Yes, right. baby, Vintage store yeah. on Magnolia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that one... That was the, the audience there was like 25 of the, the, just a pile of just the happiest they, thems I've ever seen in my life. They were adorable. <laughs> they were adorable. Uh, they, and they could not have been more supportive. They were really, really supportive. They were supportive about things. Um, some guy got up and made fun of them and uh, they just kind of shut down a little bit. And then they're like, he's kidding. And um, I was like, mm. Not sure. Not sure if he is, but uh, I don't blame him. Right. Uh, it's uh, interesting how many stores also do stand-up comedy. <laughs> it just seems like an odd <laughs> that seems to persist, especially in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, in in Los Angeles, it seems a better ch- a chance of getting a chance to perform in a hat store than anywhere else. Right. So, yes. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, I, I worked on one bit mostly, and then I just, after my first set on yesterday, I was like, oh, fuck, I need to get some um, more accessible material from the catalog, <laughs> the Lori <laughs> Summer catalog. <laughs> well, you went, like, I go to the vault, you go to the catalog. Yes. <laughs> you do um, have a catalog, so it helps. Sure. And uh, I remember just enough to be able to pull it off, but I was like, what? Why? What's the point? What? What? What is the point of this right now? Well, right. all right. So I, I surrounded you know one one new thing that I worked on every set, the same thing. Oh, good. So I surrounded it by a bunch of old stuff, but I was like, Ugh. it's a long way right. to go it's, for that. It's not fun. It's not as much fun. Um, I have there. I have a great a great new addition to uh, two jokes and. Um, that I'm working on and mm-hmm. I bailed on him. I was like, well, just do the mother-in-law stuff. It's tight. It's, uh, 
I did it at, uh, get this, I did it at Comedy and Magic a couple of weeks ago, and I thought it was good enough to send to Fallon. So the mother-in-law chunk, yeah. Um, and then, you know, it's going to be another however many months of strike, so I'm going to be able to tighten it up. And then I watched the video of uh, that set. Yeah, I don't want to send that set. Uh, the audience isn't really mic'd on those videos. Do you, um, do you, did you record it on your iPhone as well? No, no, I should have, but I didn't. That's a, you know, I kind of paired because I took, I have an Acme set and the audience wasn't mic'd on the camera I'm using. Okay. Uh, that well, so I, I was able to mat, like match up my yeah. iPhone recording to it. And so it sounds pretty good. Um, so, you know, that might be something to do next time you. Yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. It's just sort of, can we all I, clap? Can we all clap at the same time? So I yeah. can say <laughs> so it just with um with iMovie it wasn't it wasn't like super difficult. wasn't even hard okay yeah. well that's great iMovie is easier than I thought it was going to be it's um yeah. I still haven't figured out how to do many things on it Dang. but for the most part it's um it's pretty straightforward I don't mind it yep I, and then I yep oh the well like with if you take Acme. You know, they give you like four different camera angles or three. Yeah, it's a yeah. ton of footage, but it's like, well, if I if I could go through the go back and forth between all these angles on this one bit, you know, or this one section of audience stuff, that might work. But it's like, I don't want to hire someone to do that. That's that's a lot of money. Expensive, yeah. And uh, so <laughs> the word you're looking for is expensive. Yes, <laughs> I haven't been able to figure out how to do that in iMovie. And, uh, I don't want to buy another, you know, I just, I don't want more software. I don't want a new app. I'm like, I'll just do the minimum that I can do on iMovie because there's only so much my little brain can take and I'm already on my right. breaking. Right. I'm, uh, I'm full. I'm full of all kinds of yes. nonsense. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, um, I did sets. I did pretty good. And then. But things aren't working. You know, when there's that point when you do a joke and it's working and then you change something because you think you, it's going to fix it and it breaks the whole thing, breaks right. the whole thing. And then I have, I'm now I'm going to have to spend weeks figuring out what the hell it is or, or shows, or, I mean, it might not take weeks, but I mean, it's, it's broken, Lori. It's over. No, um, just do a different well, bit. No, I'm kidding. Do but, you uh, do you have the last? Do you remember the last time it worked or when it was working? I mean, you just yeah, go back I got that. I I've got that. that. I've just got to go back and it sucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's real. And yeah. that's cool. It's uh. Then I drove up to Pas Paso Robles, which uh, they just want to call it Paso. <sighs> Yeah, and I was there last weekend. You're you're following me because you're going to be I know it. It's kind of I weird. Wanna, I want to go to Utah. You're going to Utah. I am. Boxcar. I'm doing Boxcar Comedy Club. It's a brand yeah, new yeah. comedy. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, yeah, I did, um, I drove up, I drove up to Paso. Anna Vela, uh, Valenzuela, she lives, she grew up up there. And she happened to be visiting her stepmother this weekend. And so she came to the show last night. Um, and oh, if uh, my brain is, I, I drove all day and I'm a, it's a bit of a, 
It's a bit I, of a fizz. I remember that drive last week. It's a br- it's brutal. It makes you hot. You're just in the car in the heat. Six fifty a gallon. That's how much the gas was on the five. Wow. I was like, you are kidding me. It was five fifty in Paso, and I was like, it'll be cheaper on the five. No, it's a dollar oh. more a gallon. Wow. To fill to fill the tank was seventy two dollars. I was like, holy shit. Okay. And then, um, but the guy who, the guy who runs that, he's the same guy who did that Coronado gig that I drove to, that I didn't know that it was an hour from San Diego toward Tijuana. Right, right. And um, so, but he's a really, really good producer. He's a good comic, obviously. I was telling him how much I like that Coconut LaCroix bit. And uh, I told you about it last week. And mm-hmm. he um, he was like, oh, I'm doing it again tonight. And I said, good. And um, But here's the problem with the show last night. Incredibly well curated. Really nice staff. Everybody great. Everybody did 25s. And I was last. Three comics in front of me. Oh, all right. That's a lot of comedy. 75 minutes of comedy. Yeah. The doors yeah. open at 6. The show started at 7.30. I okay. went up at 9.30. Oy. And um, they'd been drinking since six. Right, right. So they were sloppy drunk in the corner where two tables almost got into a fight with a third table. Felt real Central California, Lori. <laughs> I feel like fisticuffs were going to be happening. Um, mm-hmm. And then I did my made of bees abortion joke. And uh, the the... There was a drunk table to my right who were clearly super conservative and they left 15 minutes into my set. And I was like, you guys are going to miss the two dick jokes at the end. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, better they leave and uh, not kill the vibe. Yeah. I've been uh, having some resistance to abortion jokes here in the, um, in New York city oh by not being workers, of course, by, you know, tourists and stuff, but still it's right. like, Come on, man. This is settled law. This not only is it settled, it's settled. This joke is settled. All right. It, it <laughs> right. fucking works. And I don't want you need you staring at it. Okay. Right. It's, right. Just laugh that. at it and let me get to the next one. And Please. be right. The same with um the same with some of my mother-in-law stuff. I was like, there's absolutely no reason for you not to burst out laughing right here. Right. Um, so I well, get it. It's uh Maybe this month is horrible, you know. Maybe hmm. this month—it's all people trying to get stuff in before school starts. Vacationers. Maybe. It's not, you know. Maybe it's I, not regular audience. Maybe or? let's remember this for next August because December is always historically uh, touristy bad. and yeah, yeah and holiday, so. holiday parties and stuff. So let's remember if this is the summer of this is August is the December of the summer. Maybe. Next. Yeah, let's bookmark it, bookmark it. Yeah. I have to say that, because uh, this week I'm going on an 11-day run um, that turned into Lyle just oh. came out of the woodwork because uh, somebody said, I, it's too bad you're not doing Oshkosh. And I was like, well, I should ask Lyle while I'm visiting my dad. I have that Thursday and Friday I could do it. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Lyle emails me. He's like, short notice. But we'll try to fill the room, so we'll do what we can. And so I'm going to do Oshkosh. Oh, cool! You know what else is playing at that same what? theater? What the Ed Gein musical? Oh, I know that serial killer. He is from Wisconsin. 
Congrats. Uh, and the 1950s. And right. uh, he killed ladies. I, was it mostly women? Entirely women? I believe so. Didn't he make lamps out of their skin or, or am I thinking of And not? couches and couches okay. and chairs. He did upholstery. Uh, he was a he was crafty. Uh, mm-hmm. He was a disgusting, crafty Wisconsinite. Yeah, he and had, uh, the world's least popular Etsy shop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's cool. So you're up. What you're up against? Uh, Gainophiles. Are you gonna? Are you gonna stay <laughs> in that B and B? Where absolutely no one, not. No, I no have a hotel there. in Milwaukee. Okay. I'm All just right. gonna drive back to Milwaukee. It's like an hour fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Um, but and and that's um, and and that's fine. He is the the but the gig. So this this week I go to New York. You come back tomorrow because um, mm-hmm. it's Saturday, and um, I go. On Wednesday, I believe, uh, Maria and I are doing the Kennedy Center. I'm opening for Maria. Wow. Uh, two nights. And wow. then we're going to D.C. And we're going to do, wait, no, no, the Kennedy Center's in D.C. Uh, we're doing Sony Hall in uh, okay. in Manhattan. Right. And then we're doing the Kennedy Center. And then I, she comes home and I go to Nashville to do a cancer benefit at Zany's in Nashville. And then from there, I go to visit my dad and take him to the Hobnob restaurant. Yeah. Uh, I tell you about the Hobnob. It's in Kenosha, Racine. It's in Racine. You have. Now, uh, when you're at Zany's, are you going to try to uh, hit up What's-Her-Face, who owns it? Because she's booking, well, she books that Zany's, you know? Are you going to try to... She's booking all the Zany's now, and I think that she even has a non-Zany's that she's booking. I don't... Why, why the people that book chains, I, none of them like me. I, I only attract the attention of people that only book one club and I, that God bless that attention, but right. Could I have one chain owner like me, please? Right. Cause it'd be, it'd be a guaranteed six to 11 weeks of work a year. Something. I was trying to explain it to somebody and I was like, and it's not that the, you know, how many, how many times is it? A club owner said, and it's always been a chain guy. I've had two different chain guys say this to me. You know, I think you're funny, Jay. And I just want to go, you know, you don't. Because if you did, you would book me. Because you book plenty of dudes who don't fill the room enough. Uh, So I could do it. And and it would be fine. And it's not like they're at all of these clubs, right? Yeah. Like if, if they don't like me. They don't have to watch me. Right, right, right. Yeah, I know. You know, but I would love, I, I would love a chain. I think we would both love a chain. I wonder if we got the chain, if if that, then our, what what would we want after that? <laughs> Once we each got another chain, a better right. pair chain. got all the chains? Oh, uh, then we'd be a guy comic and uh, <laughs> that'd be nice. It'd be real nice. It'd be. Uh, yeah, it, it's like. You can't even say to us, oh, we just want to, you know, test you. Like, no, we're we're kind of established and we're pretty good, you know. <laughs> so all you not have either. to do is yeah. let your email list know and not expect us to to you know fill the room with four TikToks. You can't you can't keep building having the business based on people with TikToks following. Well, you know? 
it's, I mean, it's 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 that boom it's mentality that made the that made the crash, right? Yeah. And um, you know, and they keep moving the goalposts. So yeah. Uh, I guess I have to be psyched that I have the work that I do, right? Yeah. Um, I do want, you know, the, as cool as it is to open for for the people that I get to open for, um, doing the long set is where sometimes the real work happens. You know, there's yeah. two there's two jobs, right? There's the job of the, the short set, which is a 10, where I'm just working on that one bit. I open with a joke that works. I close with a joke that works. And then I spend those other eight minutes trying to create a three and a half minute bit. And, uh, but with a 25 minute set or a 20 minute set. Um, and, and I want to set the people up really nice. Yeah. I tend to go to the catalog. I go to the vault. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, I ran into a, a comic. Uh, this guy was kind of confirming what um yeah. what you said about you know with your album he said that he talked to um uh jack vaughn the guy from sirius yep. and said the albums that are stuck in it they're in legal limbo yeah uh, but if you were to release like a greatest hits you know with oh yeah the, like what, kind of what you did either re-record it or you know just take other other recordings of the same joke like i have yeah. i have you know other, other nights yes right? from the punchline um, that they can start afresh. It's just, it's yes. so fucking stupid. It's such a, such a waste of everyone's time, you know? Yeah. And um, well, I went through, I went through a bunch of hoops to get him to look at the, the five albums that have been pulled off of Sirius mm -hmm. XM. Yeah. So, cause I do have right now a dedicated album on Sirius XM. Yeah. And it and it's not an album. I mean, it's an album. It's literally uh Dominic Delbeni was like, what do you want to call it? And I named it just something I was like, Life is messy. Mm -hmm. That's not a that's not a real name. But it's fine. And uh so and they're playing the hell out of it. So that's the good news. And um and then we also went through several hoops to maybe get, to get Jack to play the other five albums now that they're not now that essentially they're all mine or blonde medicine, which has not, does not have a problem with, um, with Jack. Um, when I go yeah. to Nashville though, I'm going to have lunch with 800 with Ryan and those guys. Interesting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, you know well. Why? cause I'm the one, I'm the kind of person that's like, Oh sure. I'll go to lunch. <laughs> Were you invited or they? Yeah. Oh, all right. I was like, yeah. I don't, uh, I was like, I, I, you know, I don't, I know it cost me, it's going it to probably, it'll it cost me 50 grand a year for two years now. And that's so much money, but it's, it, it's life changing. Out, it's yeah. It's, Jackie, oh, yeah. I know I appreciate your spin. It turns out you can live on, but you know, uh, that's money you could put away for retirement. That's actually money you might need to live on in 25 years, you know? Right. That's what right. they took from you. Right. And me. Where and the earth, the, the circumstances took from me for sure. And it's, yeah. but I also don't, and I, you know, there's part of me that wants to, you know, I had a, a couple of weird situations this weekend with fans and um, I, you know, I want people to like me so bad, Lori. 
that it is completely insane that and 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 I'm pretty good with fans. I try to respond to people. You do a really good job with it. And uh and then mm-hmm. I do a meet and greet uh mm-hmm. afterwards and I sell merch and I hang out and people who email me, I respond to them and I say and I try to be clear with my boundaries and and everyone's been very very respectful. But some woman, I did a gig for a person that has different politics than I do. Mm-hmm. And I was psyched to do the gig and um uh, here I'm gonna, and I, I, I had always, I wanted yeah. to do it so bad. I have no and, idea what that gig is. Right. Well, it is, uh, I'll tell you later, but whatever it was, the, the people that booked me have different politics than me, but hired me anyway, even though they knew my politics. Yeah. And this person, I was just like, I'm really psyched about this. And this person who, by the way, asked me for comps to, to Phoenix two weeks ago. And I gave them to her. And instead she goes, you know, I'd like to congratulate you, but that person's politics are so bad. I can't, I can't be happy for you. And I was like, well, that might be the meanest thing someone said to me in two years. And I hang out with you. And and so, but the, uh, and I said, so it's in the podcast on that last Jackie. That was a great (laughs) joke. We'll keep going, but neither of us want to. I was like, feel free. To not say anything or uh, it'd be great if you would, you know, just realize that I'm not going to find something like, let's say Lincoln was your favorite president. I'm tempted to ask what your favorite president was and then tell you how he killed a bunch of Native Americans. How about that? You need, you want to hear the sad thing about the thing you like or, and I was like, I'm not going to do that because that's not how I'm, you know, how I want to live my life. Right. Right. And she sent me a 1200 word response that started with things like I, I skimmed it and uh what I got out of it was if I thought that my feelings were hurt if if uh she hurt my feelings if I felt like that was inappropriate she's sorry in other words if you're mad I'm sorry you're mad she doesn't know what she's done wrong and so I just skimmed it and I was just like I I literally just sent her back a link to a book that I once uh skimmed called On Apology. And it's how to apologize. Oh, no. <laughs> and then uh I was like, I gotta go. Uh and then she said that uh that me being mad at her at all was my privilege. That it, that that I had that that this was a, an example of my famous person privilege. And I was like, what? I don't think you understand that I live on Baltic Avenue. Oh my uh, God. <laughs> uh, I don't, it's not. And so I blocked her on Facebook and then she followed me like either Twitter or Instagram. Weird. So I blocked her on that and then she emailed me. And then I, so I just, um, I just blocked her on email too. I was like, I don't, I don't want anybody to be mad, but I also, she doesn't know me. Like we aren't actually friends. I right. did her a favor and got her tickets because yeah. she told me she was super poor. But I really wanted to say, I have worked for worse dudes than that. And oh. I and I don't and w- what jobs have you ever held? And have they always been for saints? Right. Right. Have right, you right. only worked for the Indigo Girls? Is that what's happening? <laughs> what is that? That's a weird reference, but no, they're having a moment because of the Barbie movie. That's why it's in your head. That's yeah. it, right? Because they were yes. had that song. 
And yeah. uh, and then the second thing that happened, an incredibly nice woman wrote a very long uh, uh, screen print, uh, screen uh, script about oh. my life. She wrote it about us together and then sent us a copy of it. And then my, my lawyer told me I couldn't read it because it, uh, I, I, in case I stole some of the ideas or something. Right. And she was at the Paso gig and she came and she was like, it's down to 114 pages. Will you read it? And all that makes me think is I didn't write, I haven't written altercation yet. I haven't <laughs> written, I can't fix the three jokes I'm working on. Her success is very beautiful, but I can't do it. Right. And I, and I don't want to do it because I also don't want, she she thinks that I might be able to get it made. I can't. I mean, I I I got a ten minute talking into the ass of a Mazda six made, and that cost a thousand dollars. So, um, Jackie, how frustrating is that somebody else is so tired of waiting <laughs> for you to write about your life that they've decided to write about it for you? I mean, what is the universe right. telling? <laughs> she is so nice too, and she was just like, "I'm not trying to pressure you." But I'm telling you, it's amazing. And and then she's hired like a professional script writer to help her edit it. And I was like, well, maybe that person can find a way that you could turn it into about you. And she's like, no, it's about you. And I'm like, okay, you're very nice. I like you. As a, I mean, I don't know you, but you seem nice, <laughs> nice enough woman. And um, she also brought me Snoopy uh, mittens, uh, not mittens, uh, uh, things you take hot. Oven mitts. Uh, oven mitts, yeah. So tired. And um oh. but so she was super nice, came to the show, and she she was she just uh because that Paso show was so hard. By the time I got up, 75 minutes, everybody had seen all the comedy. By the way, the MC did very well, but and, and he's the booker. He's a great comic, he's a good comic, he did great, but he took the bullet, right? So right. I was afterwards I was standing around with them and um and I was talking about the two comics who went in between. One's a guy from San Francisco, and one is a former comic of the week, Leslie. Um, Lau, yeah, Lau or Lie, I forget. Yeah. Anyway, they were freaking hilarious. Yeah, they murdered. Yeah, she's really funny. Murdered. I don't know. She's really Francisco. funny. Yeah, the San Francisco guy murdered. They he got like six people to get stand up. Do you did you ever hear Karen Rontowski's joke about standing ovations? No. Anyway, uh, very funny. Uh, so, uh, but so they murder, and then. And now even more comedy. Too much. Too much. I didn't need it. And uh, but I will say Jim was like, because I told the two of them that they had murdered uh Chad, uh, not Chad, I don't forgot his name, but Jim the Booker and, and and guy who hosted and did 25, very funny, was like, I'm right here. Didn't I do well? And I was like, <laughs> You did, but you did take the bullet. So anyway, so but the same woman who wrote the script actually made, she was like, I made a bracelet that says tough crowd. And I was like, oh, she emailed it to us. Yeah, 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 yeah. It looked really fun, but I don't, yeah. I'm never doing that. But it was very, and I and I well, was reminded at how I didn't have a good set. Which <laughs> was a disappointment to me. Um, no, because uh, Taylor Swift fans uh, make bracelets for each other with her lyrics. I, apparently I, after the, after I saw that email, I started reading about it. Um, and, uh, so some people are making a lot of money just selling little Taylor Swift bracelets, uh, which well, is fun. 
nice. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, I would love to be artistic and there's many times where I purchase supplies and been intent on painting or, or sculpting or, or making little things. And I never do, it's just not my nature. And I have, and I, you know, recently or at some point was like, I'm not going to do it. So stop making myself do it. It's not, if I was interested in this, watching my son take to art when I gave him no, there's no talent <laughs> in my direction for dads. It's like, oh, it's innate. If you like to do this, it's innate. Right. And so it's right. not innate to me. So I need to just stop, you know, purchasing uh, supplies. Are you yes. buying uh, crafty kits? Uh, hey, let's take a quick break so that Kyle uh, will be able to find it. Let's give him like three or four seconds of silence. Okay. I'm Yucky Jessica. I'm Chuck Crudsworth. And this is Terrible. A podcast where we talk about things we hate that are awful. Today we're discussing Wonderful, a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. Hosts Rachel and Griffin McElroy, a real-life married couple. Yuck. Discuss a wide range of topics. Music, video games, poetry, snacks. But I hate all that stuff. I know you do, Yucky Jessica. It comes out every Wednesday, the worst day of the week, wherever you download your podcasts. For our next topic, we're talking Fiona, the baby hippo from the Cincinnati Zoo. I hate this little hippo. There we go. And we're, yeah, we're back, Lori. We're back. Uh, I did uh, Marcella's show at the Ford Amphitheater. <gasps> right, that I saw that long so shot. cool. Yeah. Oh, it looked cool. A comic, Haley, Haley Comedy. Uh, okay. I, I forgot her last name, but she was very nice. And she took it and she posted, she sent, sent me a couple of pics. Um, and I, there's a, and I felt, oh, it was so funny. Well, first of all, at the Fort Amphitheater, it's huge. I've never been inside. I've driven by it 3 million times and never, never once right. in temporary. Yeah. Yeah. For decades. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it, so it's, it's gorgeous. It was outdoors. It's, you know, it was like, uh, you know, performing. It, it felt like, uh, um, you know, it, it, like the Hollywood in, Bowl. Yeah, or the Hollywood Bowl, oh. right? And so, and you know, it wasn't sold out, but it was a good attendance. Okay, That's um, awesome. and we all did. No one did more than ten. You know, it was between seven okay. and ten. There's like twelve, maybe twelve comics, uh, all women or non-binary. Okay. Everyone did great. It was it was just like boom, boom. With so many different points of view, so many different stand-ups and stuff like that. It was really a fun show and the audience was like engaged the entire time. They were really psyched to be Oh, there. that's so really. cool. I don't yeah. know how she did it. Like, I can't even think of organizing a show at the yoo Room and she's at, at an outdoor amphitheater, you know? Like, it's, it's a fun work. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I literally don't know. Remember Eugene Merman did that uh, that festival and then he gave it to Janelle James, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but how did he start it? How did, what, who did he, how did I it, I don't know. I don't, it's beyond so, me. It's like bracelets. It's beyond me. I can't do it. <laughs> Lori, we forgot to do comic of the week. Oh, let's do our comic of the week. Our comic is Zarna Garg. And uh, <laughs> she is actually killing it on TikTok. So I don't, when I, I was talking about, I was, Thinking of other people when I was slamming right. them earlier. Not Zarna. No, she's very funny. She, um, oh, a gunshot. Okay. Uh, that was outside my window. There's another one. 
Seems like it. Okay. Well, oh, oh. is he getting closer? Uh, I'm not. I'm not okay. hearing that. That's four. So, so uh, oh my gosh. All right. Well, um, maybe she has a Netflix special. Her name is Zarna Garg. Yes. She's an yes. Indian American comedian. It's yes. Well, wait, she's not, it's what? not Netflix. She it's his comedy dynamic special. So it's on Amazon Prime. Um, oh, is it? But she uh, kind of got popular by doing like a lot of videos uh, with her family. And she talks about, you know, I, I was just reading her bio and uh, she left India at 14 because it was, it was like you either get an arranged marriage or you, you leave. And so at 14, she left oh. and she started comedy late in life. And this, this business is not receptive to women. It's not receptive to women who start later. It's not receptive to moms. It's not receptive to anyone who's not 25 and attractive, you know? And so the fact that she found a way and connect and connecting with so many people uh, is really very inspiring and pretty cool. So, I mean, she doesn't need our (laughs) bomb. But, right and but it guys, but what the heck it's z-a-r-n-a-g-a-r-g yeah and that's her instagram handle it's just at yeah. zarna garg yeah, yeah 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 so find her and follow her and make it uh tell her that jackie and laurie sent you <laughs> yes uh good luck to her i mean it's finally happened for me. <laughs> <laughs> um all right the gunshots uh, stopped maybe they were firecrackers they were six it was six pops and with about five seconds in between so i don't know maybe that's a firecracker i have no idea right right instead of some sort of um assassination um right did you ever see you ever see the clint eastwood movie i might have shot five i might have shot six you feel lucky punk oh yeah i think think it was a dirty i think it was the first dirty harry it's so many so many comedians did an impression of him that i never i vowed Ever see a Clint Eastwood movie because I hated all the impressions. Like there, certain things have been ruined for me, and same with Schwarzenegger. Like I never need to see a single fucking thing he's in because all I heard was male headliners closing on a Schwarzenegger impression for like a. 15 I had a hard time. Um, Jack Nicholson, um, The Godfather, um, well, just literally just two. Well, the thing, I've seen all of Clint Eastwood's work. Uh, actually, uh, I stopped at Unforgiven. Uh, when he started talking to that chair at the Republican convention, I had to uh, wrap it up. I'm yeah. like, I'm good. I'm good. So I, just, yeah. I don't need, I, yeah. Yeah, Unforgiven was great, actually. It was uh, it was the anti-cowboy movie that was, and I really like cowboy, I used to watch cowboy movies with my dad, and so I really liked him. Um mm-hmm. Yep, gonna see him. Gonna go to the Hobnob. Darla's driving down. Phil's driving down. Uh, Russ and um, R- Russ and Sue might come, but uh, my nephew Eric is going to get his PhD in Washington D.C. at some college in cybersecurity. I don't know what it all means, um, but Jesus Christ, is he going to yeah, like he's got- Georgetown or? No, I don't think he's going to the fancy ones. I think it's just a normal. Wow. It might be, but whatever it is, he doesn't you need another degree. But brains in your family. <laughs> well, fake it till you make it. We don't have imposter right. syndrome. That's for sure. We don't. Uh, so. On either side, like I would say my sister is the smartest because she's a doctor, you know, but um, after that, there's a huge drop off. <laughs> <laughs> 
like on both sides of the family, you know, after that. <laughs> but uh, damn, I don't think we have any PhDs. I'm trying to think. I don't think so. Well, I think that he's, I, everybody who has a PhD, it's just Russ's family. And it's because he married a doctor and he oh. literally said, I don't want, I want us to be doctor and doctor. And so he got his, his PhD in like um, urban studies, urban Probably economics, actually. I have no idea. I mean, I look at some of my family, like my, my, you know, cousins, whatever. It's, it's interesting who the the part, the person you bring into the family is so fucking important, you know? It's super, it changes the dynamic and the possibilities, right? Yes. 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 Right. It can either raise the bar or lower the bar, you know? Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's, I don't, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to name names. Me neither. And I, and, and I'm just like looking at it like a, like a, like a scientist almost, you know, where you're like, all right, this, this little cluster did okay. This little cluster yep. did not, but they were from the same DNA. So what happened? And then you just look at who they brought in the family and, and it's like, it's just, you know, it's interesting. I don't know. I'd like to, right. I, I wish I could live 150 years to see how it keeps going, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. I have to say that I wish to talk about stand-up comedy again. Okay. Um, and it is because tomorrow I have, so I sent out an email list and Melanie VC of promotionalrescue.com uh, told me that I wasn't supposed to post it to Facebook and Twitter like I've been doing forever. Um, I should just like everybody who get who is on my email list, they get the advantage of finding out about stuff. Like, cause tomorrow I'm doing a Zoom show. Um, and then I'm also doing West Side. I'm doing uh, Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. Um, this it'll be over uh, by Monday. So sorry, but if you join my email list, you I guess will find out. Go to jackiecation.com. Keep scrolling. Harder to get on the damn thing than to get off it. There's an unsubscribe button on every uh, email. So I uh, I don't know what the numbers are. Like I was looking at the numbers. Pretty good. Uh, I want to look at sort of like the open rate. And if anybody, like, because when we did the Zoom shows, uh, people had to email me for the link. This thing is done by somebody else. I think some San Francisco yeah. comics. And they have an event bright. So it's just easier. They, I mean, uh, or it's just more show-like. You know, you go sign up there, yeah. and you get the link that way. And um, I just think, because when we did the Zoom show, and we should do another one. But, I was just um, going to say, in fact, before you brought that up, I was going to mention we should we should do one. Because we got yeah. our, our second, we put up our Helen Hong episode. For the Patreon, yep. five dollars and up, you get to hear us talk to another comic. That was a really good one. Um, yeah, talked about it was a lot. real. Yeah, for sure. And so that's up. And if you you know join, you can listen to it. Um, but yeah, we should do because we were late on it. We should do a Zoom for our Patreon and our for our Max Fun people, like maybe this week or something. Yeah. I'm home this week, so maybe I don't know if you can squeeze it in uh, between New York and DC and, and Nashville. I think. Yeah crazy but maybe next week okay. and um but we'll yeah we'll definitely do it i like the idea of doing it um oh can i but i uh yeah oh i just to go back to the marcella show 
Um, yeah. Oh, Sherry Cola was on it. And uh, did you see Joyride? Oh, no. No, I never he did. Is but I heard about it. Hilarious and joy. I mean, it didn't stay in the theaters long enough, but uh, it, it was really funny. It was raunchy. I told you I, I took my son, and uh, there's a sex scene where I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but um, we don't need to be together to see this. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, so she was there and, uh, she has the, what I would say the scratchy voice comedy gift that, uh, Jen Kirkman has and Blair, Blair Scotty have, which is that yep. really, it's such a great stand-up voice. That's why you should keep coughing, yeah. Jackie, because you're getting it. Right. <laughs> Cause it's happening right now. I'm having yeah. some issues. I did, um, I got to be on um, a cartoon that hmm. is out on Apple TV. And oh, um, yeah. And so I want to do more voiceover stuff and um, put it on my vision board. And I feel like it, it worked out. Just one episode of, of, a, of a, a, a show on Apple TV called Strange Planet. Oh, neat. And um, yeah. And then I think it's, uh, it, I really like his webcomic. It's very sweet. He also does he also does these weird things on Instagram where he has footage of pigeons in New York and then he gives them clip art and get, makes them say things where it's just silly and very funny. Looks like a lot of work, quite honestly. Um, yeah. But, you know, he's one of the art guys who spends is willing to spend a couple hours doing a funny art thing. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I get it. Yeah. And the only other weird fan thing, somebody got a little intense with me here in LA. It was one of the LA shows where someone was like, they, they were, you know, it's people are overwhelmed right now. I mean, there's a lot of anxiety in the world. And so I try to be as, but she was standing too close, sort of talking about how psyched she was to meet me. And could she have a picture? And I was like, yes, let us stand next to each other. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a little, uh, you can totally have a selfie, everyone. Attainable goal to uh, get, this is, you can meet this. This is mm-hmm. available. I got the prototype for my, my hat that I'm psyched about. And I'm hoping to get those. Um, I ordered soon. some pins from Sticker Mule. Uh Oh, you're going to try an enamel pin? Yeah, instead of shirts. Yeah, same design. I mm-hmm. love the Jeff Tice design. It's really funny to me. Oh, but it's very I'll funny. I'll try yeah. pins and see how it goes. Bring those to Seattle. I think pins actually with that design is a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's small. I guess, you know, men were not comfortable wearing a, <laughs> a shirt with me riding a centaur. That's what I was told by men. <laughs> like, All right, whatever, um, so, oh, okay. at the amphitheater gig. So we were like, um, you know, after there's just this little area where we comics could hang out before or after our sets and watch the show. And we we're just taking pictures with our cell phones, you know, and, uh, security's like, you can't do that. I'm like, I was just up there five minutes ago. I know you can't do that. So we were all sort of ushered out. It was kind of weird. That is weird. I have to tell you, this is, um, it's going to sound one upish, except for that that board gig sounds like it was super fun. Um, when I yeah. opened for Brian Reagan at Carnegie Hall, allow me to pick up the name I've dropped. It is um, one upish, yes. Go ahead. 
Yeah, so it Thank feels jackassery. But have a Ford Amphitheater <laughs> moment. <laughs> I'm just saying, neither one of us were allowed to watch each other's sets. We couldn't watch our shows. Why? We couldn't go into the showroom without a ticket and a seat, according to the union and according to the theater, Carnegie Hall. That's nuts. Did they have monitors for right. you to watch? Nope. Brian was uh, irritated. And uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Brian Regan irritated. Uh, uh -oh. It looks almost exactly like when he's not irritated. It's chilling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you can tell if you if you hang around with the sure. Sure. Should we, should we, pause hey, let's take, yeah. yep, let's take one. Hey, when you listen to podcasts, it really just comes down to whether or not you like the sound of everyone's voices. My voice is one of the sounds you'll hear on the podcast, Dr. Game Show. And this is the voice of co-host and fearless leader, Joe Firestone. This is a podcast where we play games submitted by listeners and we play them with callers over Zoom we've never spoken to in our lives. So that is basically the concept of the show. Pretty chill. So take it or leave it, bucko. And here's what some of the listeners have to say. It's funny, wholesome, and it never fails to make me smile. I just started listening and I'm already binging it. I haven't laughed this hard in ages. I wish I discovered it sooner. You can find Dr. Game Show on MaximumFun.org. And right, we're, we're back. back. All right, so I'm in New York City. COVID rates are through the roof. What, the club I was at, the, the booker said five comics had canceled this week spots because they had COVID. Which means at least 15 comics had COVID. <laughs> right. <laughs> 10 of right. them wouldn't then, cancel, right? Wouldn't also, cancel, would just well, breathe. It's just weird to like, you know, be talking to people that are, you know, like a couple people I really like were like, yeah, I've had it three times. And I'm like, oh, God, what the fuck? You can't get it. You can't keep getting it. And, um, and to just kind of be like mentally over it while it's surging. Yeah. It's just so, right. It's so strange. I'm, I was trying yeah. to think, is there something else? Is there something that maybe there's something I'm completely blowing off because my brain can't handle it and other people are, you know, have their hair oh, on. No, no. Everybody else is just bored and willing to die. And literally, you know. I, I don't think they're just like, they're like, well, I did everything I could do. And you're like, well, ongoing, <laughs> you could do other things and you would continue to not get it. But uh, nobody in Paso Robles was wearing a mask at oh, any time. Yeah. And I just don't, I'm like, are you guys not, well, they are not reading the same things I'm reading about potential long COVID and right. the damp. Like, it's just so crazy. Like, you know, um, this weekend, I was just, of course, I was masking all the time. It just, when I was up on stage, I would take it off. You know, I take it off before I get up on stage because I, I could yep. tell it was irritating people when they would look at me. So I was like, I'll, I don't <laughs> want to take it off on stage. But you were getting a hairy eyeball. Yeah. Yes. But um, it, it was just, it's weird. And that was just a little bit. It was mostly people that just don't give a shit anymore and they're tired of thinking about it. And I'm thinking, well, is this like the, you know, when people start talking about the economy and, the, you know, how these things are super fragile and everyone should be worried about this. And you're just like, I can't do anything about it. I, I can't think about it. I'm sorry. This is you. This is a you problem. I won't, even though it yes. could collapse on me, 
I can't deal with it. And maybe COVID's right. that way for a lot of people. It's so COVID's crazy. like that. Gun violence is like that. Climate. Natural disasters are like that. The climate yeah. change stuff. And, you know, all of that stuff is happening so stacked on top of each other. There was a shooting yeah. today yeah. or last night in Minneapolis. Six people killed at a punk rock. Um, no, really? Yeah. At a, at, a, at a concert. Yeah. And I didn't hear about it. I heard about it on Blue Sky. I, I joined Blue Sky. Oh. Which, by the way, oh. is almost exact. It's made by Jack. It looks like. I Twitter. know. I know. Um, I am psyched to join it because right now. I'm treating it like I treat the reason I joined Twitter was so I could call, follow my friend Kelly Fitzgerald and she said it was going to be fun. Mm -hmm. And so, um, she hasn't posted yet. Uh, <laughs> why? <laughs> but Daryl is on there and yeah. I mean, the guy who sold the thing he made to an asshole started a new thing, which is exactly like the thing he made. I don't understand why he did either of those things. Why not just keep Twitter and make it better? I don't get it. So I don't trust him. I don't want to invest myself in this app. There's already too many things I have to be posting on. You know, I don't need another Twitter. <laughs> you know, TikTok yeah, yeah. is another yeah. Instagram and yeah. I don't need a second Twitter. So no, yeah, fair enough. But I do like because I've been follow. I followed all the kind of the news people. I do like getting. I like following like news nerds who also yeah. post where they got the news. Yeah, like it, that was my favorite thing about Twitter in the when it was good is that people always put their sources, and I was like, yes, this is what I'm looking for. Right, right. So like the one of the first people I followed was Ted Leo, and um, oh yeah, because he. Yeah, he's so he's got. Musician? No, he's uh, isn't he a New York comic? <laughs> no, he's a musician. Or have I just been following? Oh, is he? Well, then. Yeah, I've I've always thought of. There's maybe his songs Ted, are funny. God, Ted Swoo, who's a representative, uh, a mm -hmm. SoCal rep, a house rep, and then yeah, I don't know of any Ted's that are in the new like journalists like famous journalist heads um but uh right i don't know jackie it's also yeah. 2 a.m almost and uh i did five cents oh yeah tonight. we're real close to being incredibly unsatisfied being so yeah no he's a he's a comic Ted okay Leo. okay yeah i think he's a new york guy i'm probably wrong whatever it was i like uh i've always liked his twitter feed so okay. when i saw his name i was like oh i like that guy and um so i'm looking forward uh oh i also i had um i had lunch or uh, we both picked up to go before my set uh chris hardwick who's living uh in over in paso interesting in paso robles mm -hmm. wow yeah. is, is hearst castle near there i think it is kind of it is and they could they could they could stay there if they wanted to because he's married to patty Hearst's daughter who has a name and a job? She's a model, but they have a new. They have a kid, year and a half old, and okay. um, yeah. And so <laughs> you know, and everyone, you know, that was the other thing. Is someone was like, "Well, didn't he get me too?" And I was like, "He was in a shitty girlfriend." I met his his girlfriend was. They both seemed completely bananas, and I know that he's been working on himself for low these twenty years, and I'm willing to give that guy. I think everybody deserves a second chance except bill cosby right 
and uh, and um, if they're sincere and, and smart and with their lives, you know. Okay, I don't know him, so I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Um, right. I I do think it must be wild to have Patty Hearst as a mother-in-law. I mean, that's one of the first news stories I remember from my childhood. From because this happened in the Bay Area, her kidnapping, you know, by the SLA. Like that picture of her as Tanya. Um, oh my God, it was crazy. I remember right. that so distinctly when I what saw that. What does SLA paper. stand for? The Symbionese Liberation Army. That was the uh, terrorist oh group God. that kidnapped her. And okay. uh, and after after she was released or freed or whatever, um, her she married her bodyguard named Bernie something. And that's Lydia's father. Stockholm? Was it Bernie Stockholm? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, what a crazy, and, and I guess she kind of, uh, uh, maneuvered out of all that and led what, the, what would be as normal of life as you can after that. As is, a Hearst. Yeah. As a Hearst. I will was, say. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, um, Hey guys, knock it off. The dogs. Uh, the, um, yeah, the dogs. If you can't hear them, that's a good thing. But the, um, <clears throat> She, Lydia Hurst, when uh, Chris used to do this joke about uh, when they, uh, that he insisted on a, on a prenup because oh, yeah. he didn't want her to get a hold of her at, at his at midnight money. And she could not stop laughing. So, um, I Jackie, when, when can I have those kind of laughs with my boyfriend? You know, <laughs> when can I? Right, right. Right. <laughs> Let's, um, we should spend an episode writing down what you want out of a boyfriend. Put it out into the universe. Well, though I've been watching Selena and Chef and Selena Gomez on okay. Max. Yeah. And um, she keeps talking about how she can't date. Nobody will date her. And I was like, you are incorrect. Uh, I think it must be very weird to be famous and try to date somebody. How is she going to go on Hinge yeah. and just select somebody? It's so strange. I. <laughs> Yeah, you know, thankfully, yeah, it would be really hard. My career's not put me in that position. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised. I'd I'm be free surprised to at how <laughs> how close a fan will stand next to you, friend. Uh, so, perfectly um, nice woman. I want to be nice to everybody. I swear to God. Uh, I feel oh. like we're so. Oh, we're six minutes out. We're close. I. Um, it turns out I'm going to. I'm doing a, a comedy festival in Telluride. Mid September, um, where's that? Uh, Colorado. It's one of the. Okay. It's part of like Is the Aspen Vale, Telluride, Trinity of uh, wealthy ski towns, and uh, mm-hmm. it's not a lot of money, but it's gonna be fun. I'm promised, and uh, I'm gonna fly in a day early so I get to spend like all day Friday, all day Saturday, and all day Sunday there, and then fly back on Monday. So. Uh, I will have time to get acclimated, I hope, and not be vomiting like I almost did right. in mail. Um, Comedy camp. And also get those um, boost uh, oxygen tanks. Oh, yeah. They're portable sure. oxygen. I always get them when I do the comedy works because yeah. um, I have terrible altitude sickness, even in Denver. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So I can't imagine. I think Telluride's and, and all of those Aspen business, that's even higher. Uh, the work I did to save them money on the airfare, uh, I, w- I would like that money given to me, but it won't be. Because the original thing, the original, like, 
I, I did, I worked out the airfare. It was like almost a thousand dollars. And I'm, and I'm like, I said to Bruce and I don't want to bring Bruce into this because I'm not getting paid very much. So for him to have to work for a very minuscule commission, what's the point? But I was like, I, if I buy this plane ticket, um, I have to, you've got to be money. It's ridiculous. And then I, I was like, why don't I fly in the day before, you know, it's tell you why there's going to be a layover. And if I miss, you know, whatever the day before leaving on Thursday was $1,500 flight. And I'm like, I refuse to buy this. I don't believe you're going to reimburse me. Right. Yeah, and then they said, right. you can fly in and out of Grand Junction. Um, by the way, they would have reimbursed me, but it was like, I was just saying, I, this is unbelievable to me. I don't believe it. <laughs> and then Grand Junction was, uh, not only is it uh, $600, but it's out of Burbank. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. everything got pretty, pretty, a lot better. Yeah, I um um it's so funny. The guy in Lowell, Arkansas was like he has a he has airplanes. So he's like no way is airfare $1000. And so I screenshot and sent him you know to get to to get to Lowell, Arkansas is actually yeah. you have to fly into either Tulsa or Little Rock. Yeah. And then drive. And um it's it's not cheap. To get to either of those places, so and this guy flies himself everywhere, and that, and he, he, he didn't. He think, doesn't well, understand. Maybe I'm wrong about retail. Oh my yes. god, commercial. <laughs> and so I don't know. Like I, the the last I heard from him, I was like, "Here you go," and um, and then he said he was going to run by the um, the it, it, by his uh, his partners or something, and. Which, matter of fact, I think I should probably ping him on Monday. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Uh, here's the, my favorite thing about that that gig um, is that it's in Lowell, Arkansas, is right by the the greatest American museum of Amer uh, the Walmart Museum, the the Walmart uh, daughter. Yeah, Jackie, right you're off. not selling this gig on me with that. Crystal Bridges, that's what it's called. Crystal Bridges. Um, and it has the greatest American art anywhere. It has it it has like the original Norman Rockwell, Rosie the Riveter. Wow. It has it has so much cool stuff. And it's curated with an eye to actual history as opposed yeah. to Whitey Magoo history. It's pretty great. This is, I know, but it's like the Sacklers trying to uh, you know, rehab their their uh bad oh, deeds. It's yeah, yeah, it's the Kennedys, it's the Rockefellers, it's the Carnegies. Don't you bring the Kennedys yeah. into this, Jackie. They're Jack Kennedy was a piece of shit, and you know it. <laughs> he was, listen, you want equality and boyfriend? Give me Jack Kennedy. That's what I like. What? Yes. Why? Because he's a little bit of a rogue, you know. Oh, that's right. You have shitty taste in men. <laughs> Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows supported directly by you.